Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 349. Today is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. We're like right at like the halfway point. I was looking at my schedule and I was like, whoa, next weekend or next Friday, I go up to Washington to be with family for Christmas. And it's just crazy that we're like, we're like there. We're like almost there. So uh, you, I, I'm like, I blinked and we're halfway through no, uh, December. So I almost said November because it actually feels like I'm like, I'm like still in the early fall. Also, we started last week, we started our final teaching series of the year. And it's called Discerning Prophecy featuring James W. Gall. And it has been an absolute delight. Uh, we just recorded tomorrow's episode this morning, and it is loaded. I mean, that guy's like a teacher of teachers. And um, and so we're really honored to have him on uh, for the final teaching series of the year. So part two of four is tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. You don't want to miss it. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. So tune in for that. All right, guys. Um, I don't know that I have any other announcements. I'm keeping it short and sweet so we can jump in. Um, my guests today, they've been on together. Uh, and, and Jesse's also been on uh, several times by himself. Uh, but they're prophetic voices. They're authors. We have a link to their store. Um, and Jesse actually just released a new book called The Mantle of the Prophet. Boom. So we're going to be talking about this. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. Really, really good show. Let's give it up for our guests today. Founders of Spirit Word Ministries, Jesse and Amy Shep. Hey. Hey, Jeff. Welcome. Great to see you. Yeah. Welcome back to Elijah Fire, both of you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. It's an honor. So, um, so we, uh, we, kind of titled this episode, the purpose of warning words or dreams, you know, if you, depending on, in this case, a dream. Um, but I'm going to let you guys jump in and, and talk about the dream however you want. And then we're going to talk about a lot of the nuances surrounding said dream. So go for it. Okay. Well, praise the Lord. Um, it's great to be back with you on the show, Jeff. And I'm really blessed that Amy was able to join us as well. Yeah, uh, Amy, uh, <laughs> Amy had a powerful dream uh, last year. Two years ago. Two years ago. <clears throat> and we ha- we've been praying into this and seeking the Lord over this. Um, but I just want Amy to just share the dream, just share yeah. the vision that the Lord gave you. Uh, because I remember the timing of this it was very significant. Yeah. The timing that the Lord gave this to you. Mm-hmm. And um, it really speaks into what we're seeing happening in the world today. Yeah. And we're going right. to give some keys and some prophetic insight. Um, but share this dream, Amy, because it was really powerful. Yeah. Actually, it was a series of two dreams that occurred over a two year period of time. So the first dream was in August of 2020. So we were still in the 
thick of COVID at that time. Yeah. And I was really seeking the Lord in, in that time, just seeing everything that was um, happening in the world and things seemed to be progressing very quickly. Things were happening that, you know, people really couldn't explain and were seeking God on, um, trying to hear the voice of the Lord. And I was really praying into all of the events that were happening in the world and just asking the Lord to show me what his will was and what he would have us do strategically. And so in, uh, it was in August, 2020, I had a dream that I was in a church and there was a revival going on in the church. And, um, you know, people were like getting miracles and getting healed and mm -hmm. it was just full on revival. And I walked in the back of the church and started to like kind of head toward the office. And as I, um, went back, suddenly everything changed into this like castle almost. And I was climbing up this staircase into like a tower. And when I entered into like the tower, there were, was this huge window and I looked up to the ceiling of the tower and it was like I was in this castle and I saw these three spheres and um, the Lord spoke to me in the dream and, and communicated to me that it was past, present and future. So in the center sphere, there was the earth. And in the first sphere, there was um, a quote from St. Teresa of Avila, and it was a quote about prayer. Um, and then in the third sphere, there was also a call to prayer. So in both of the spheres, outside of the, the, the last circle, I read World War III. And I woke up from the dream and I didn't have any kind of feeling of fear in the dream. I didn't. Um, you know, it wasn't like a warning or a fright, a dream of fright. I felt so much peace in the dream. And I felt almost like I was in a place with the Lord in this room. I felt like I was in a place of the presence of God. And I felt so much peace in this, this dream. So when I started to pray into it, it really wasn't from a place of fear. And what the Lord um, communicated to me about this dream is that the World War III being outside of these spheres represented to me that it was something that was outside of the will of God. Mm. Um, that and the the emphasis was really on prayer. And so Jesse and I began to really pray into this dream and ask the Lord to reveal more to us, um, give us more strategy for how we could uh, pursue the harvest in, you know, the coming years. And, um, that led to us really being more intentional about the harvest and about prayer. We just went into a season where we were just spending more time with the Lord and, uh, just praying, like asking God to, um, for his will to be done asking God for strategy, uh, praying for the harvest that just became sort of our center focus. Um, two years later, I believe it was December, uh, 2020. Seven. I think it was December, 2021. Oh, I, yeah. I had a dream that, um, I was in this house and I looked outside this window and I saw a storm brewing and I, immediately looked down and on this desk, there was a journal that was open 
and I saw it was my own handwriting, but I, it was a set of dates. Um, it was like 2022 to 2024. And it said something about war. And it also said something about corn and wheat shortages. It just had all of this stuff that was written down. And I knew in the dream that it was a God showing me things that were going to happen. And um, I didn't feel like fear in the dream, but I did feel a sense of warning and urgency. Yeah. So when I woke from the dream, I began to uh, pray into it and I released it on January 4th of 2022. Uh, I wrote, I just wrote something up on Facebook and posted it. And it was really another call to prayer. And I think that God really shows us things that are going to happen. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's his will that these things happen. It's just that he is showing because we, Jesus said that I reveal secrets to my friends. Right. And when you're intimate with Christ, he will show you things that are mm -hmm. to come so that you can pray against or circumvent these things that the enemy is really planning, uh, plotting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I want to say, I remember when you released this dream, mm -hmm. uh, which you did do uh, a video and the, it's dated, it's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, but I remember there was no talk of World War Three. Yeah. Yeah. None, none back then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I said, Amy, you, you've got to release this because mm -hmm. the Lord is speaking through this. And uh, this is really powerful. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just remember these two dreams Amy has had that were incredibly powerful. And you have the dream about 22 years. Mm -hmm. Uh and you're you're giving a, just a, a timeline of when you release these, mm -hmm. uh, but 22 years of corn and wheat shortage. Immediately after you had this dream and released it, there was a corn and wheat shortage, and I'm trying to think of where it was in Europe. Russia invaded Ukraine within, I guess, a month of me releasing the dream. Hmm. Um, because I remember looking a, a week or two later and seeing it on the news and. Um, there immediately were wheat shortages because Ukraine is the one of the biggest exporters of wheat in the world. So that did happen pretty swiftly after the dream. And then that was when, uh, after you released this dream, that's when the war in Ukraine broke out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, she's been really persecuted over this. I remember during the time of when she released this dream, um, there was a lot of persecution. But immediately something began to break out in Ukraine mm -hmm. and um, people then began to see the Lord is speaking something through this. Mm -hmm. So we have to be really careful when it comes to prophecy and judging prophecy yeah. uh, with the right heart. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so that we don't end up throwing out completely what it is that the Lord is wanting to speak what the Lord is wanting to reveal. Mm -hmm. So Jesus warned his disciples, you're going to have wars. You're going to have famine. There's going to yeah. be rumors of wars. That doesn't mean it's God's will. Mm -hmm. uh, but what the Lord desires to do through everything that the enemy wants to do is that he would raise up 
sons and daughters, the body of Christ to be the solution in times of crisis. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's much crisis that we're seeing happening in America. There's much shaking. Mm -hmm. Many things are happening. And what the Lord is speaking is that we need to get into that place of prayer. We need to get into the mm -hmm. posture of prayer. And I've been teaching more on prayer than, mm -hmm. than I ever have. I've been teaching yeah. on intercession prayer, travailing prayer, and the Lord has been pulling me into the secret place as well mm -hmm. as Amy. It's very, very important that yeah. we are in prayer, mm -hmm. that we are mm -hmm. discerning the Lord's voice. Right that we are posturing ourselves in such a way where we can say, God, I want to be part of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. What is your will through this? Right. And how can I be one that brings solution in times of crisis? Right. Those Josephs will arise in mm -hmm. times of famine. Right. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the Lord is going to give people strategy, uh, going to speak to hearts about how we can be more effective for the kingdom of God mm -hmm. through what is happening and what is yet to come. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And God's not asking us to take all of this laying down. Yeah. You know, that's why he's speaking to, that's why he's speaking to us. That's why he's yeah. giving us dreams like this. So, uh, Obviously, I mean, you had this at the tail end of this, the second dream, which is sort of, a, mm -hmm. I guess, a confirmation of the first one that you had at the tail end of 2021. And then January of 2022, you released it. Um, it. Do you have any insight into why you felt like the Lord was highlighting this dream again to you today? Um, to Today, I, I just really honestly feel because Jesse and I took a couple of years and just really spent our time in prayer. We've had mm -hmm. people reach out and, you know, saying like, why are you not, you know, doing like a lot more social media? Like why? And we just honestly were telling people we've, we're taking a step back to spend more time with the Lord because we do feel that um, we're on the verge of something. We do believe that there is a great awakening that is coming and um, we are just preparing. You know, sometimes the Lord tells you to go forward and sometimes the Lord tells you to prepare. And so this we feel like has been a season for us of preparing our hearts, um, preparing for what's to come. And, um, you yeah. know, so God's really highlighted it to me again. Um, because of some things that are happening in the world today. And I feel that we are on the verge of something else. I feel that there is something that is coming. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I don't speak unless the Lord tells me something. So I can't really say what I feel that we're on the verge of. I just believe that there is, it could be, um, a war. It could be something in America. I don't know. I don't feel that it's necessarily, um, when we say world war three, it doesn't mean it has to be a, like the world wars that have come before. It could be like the Bible says that there will be wars and rumors of wars. Mm -hmm. I believe that there will be, there could be a series of smaller wars that just break out throughout the world. I don't believe it's God's will. 
Um, but I do believe that we are to pray. And when we issue these words forth, because I'm not living in fear. I've had people reach out to me and say, doesn't this terrify you? Doesn't this scare you? And honestly, no. You know, Jesse and I just had um, our first child. We had a son and I'm not afraid for him because I trust the Lord. I have faith that in times of great trial, there is great grace and God has a purpose. He has put us here in this time um, for this time so that we have a purpose and a plan and a strategy in this hour uh, to execute the Lord's will. And it's all about the perspective that you will take and will you trust God and will you stand in faith or will you step back in fear? Mm. Yeah. Amen. So, Amen. Uh, so we, we, uh, we've been praying into this and I'll, I'll tell you what, there's people, they believe Jesus is going to come back in 10 years. Some believe 20 years. You know, the Lord has not revealed that to us. Mm -hmm. right. We're going to do as much for the kingdom as we can. We're going we're gonna to yeah. enjoy life. Yeah. Uh, we're going to seek the Lord. We're not living in fear or yeah. uh, concerned about the worst to come because yeah. we know that the best is yet to come. We yeah. know that we serve a God who deeply loves his people and we have a covenant with God. Yeah. And God always provides for his people. He always protects his people. He always takes care of his people in the midst of shaking, in the midst of anything right. that could come. Right. We are going to dwell in the land of Goshen. Mm. And the Lord is going to have his hand upon his people. Yeah. So long as we are trusting the Lord, we are walking with the Lord and we are obeying his voice. Uh, there will always be blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Right. Now, Amy mentioned awakening. I believe we're on the verge of mm -hmm. a spiritual awakening breaking out in the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, and if we could, Jeff, move on uh, from talking about uh, uh, this dream to another dream. Yeah. Of course. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Amy laid that out really good. Yeah. And uh that was that was really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I had a dream uh, this was a couple weeks ago where I was walking up to this general in the faith and I shook his hand. He looked at me very intensely and he pointed to the sky and he said, "Now is the time that we deal with these enemies. Mm. And what I saw in the dream, Jeff, was two demonic spirits that were in the air side by side, and they were identical to each other. And they were waiting. Uh, and it's like my spiritual eyes opened. It's like, when he pointed to the sky, my spiritual eyes just like popped open and I was seeing in the spirit realm what I was unable to see before. Yeah. So he then, after he, he, after he pointed to the sky and said, we must deal with these enemies. Uh, and I'll get into in a moment what these two spirits are. 
uh, but he pulled out a golden horn and he blew the horn. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And it broke distraction off of people where they mm. began to gather. Interesting. Then he pulled out the sword, which is the sword of the spirit. And this team went out and it was like a special team, like special ops went out and very quickly took these two demons out. And when this happened, um, the rest began to gather and began to fight and march forward. God always has a remnant of people that break through. Yeah. And that, I believe that's what the Lord was showing me. Um, as these two devils were dealt with, there was a third spirit that was much more difficult to see, to discern. This spirit blended in with other Christians. It, it was it, dressed in a suit, a tie. Uh, the spirit was polite. It was very gen, uh, gentlemanly. And this spirit took off running on a horse. And there was a team that went out to catch this spirit and arrest it. And they went out and they got this, they got this spirit, they handcuffed the spirit. And when this happened, a great shout of victory went out of the people. Mm. And there was a greater uh, anointing. There was a greater um, sense of authority. And then I woke up from the dream and I began to pray into this dream. And this is what the Lord revealed uh, to me is that there are three spirits that are warring the body of Christ right now. Mm. The two spirits that I saw in the dream were deaf and dumb spirits. And I know this because that's what the Lord spoke to my heart. Uh, and in the dream, these spirits did not have eyes or ears. Interesting. But they were present and they were not being challenged. Mm. So when this man of God began to release the horn, the sound from the horn, mm -hmm. which I believe represents the apostolic voice, the prophetic voice, the word of the Lord going forth to bring unity within uh, God's people. Mm -hmm. And when, uh, when this happened, All the distraction broke. People began to gather. They began to pick up these weapons, these special weapons they began to, to pick up. And I, I'm reminded of the scripture uh, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, mm. casting down imagination and every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God mm. and bringing into 
uh, cap captivity, every, every thought to the obedience of Christ. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We have spiritual weapons. Right. There's something about the word of the Lord going forth this season in a fresh way. The seasoned word of the Lord that is going to break distraction, that's going to um, break confusion to cause God's people to come together in a spirit of unity and begin to recognize the true enemy, the true mm -hmm. adversary. The true adversary is not believers. The true right. adversary is Satan and his mm -hmm. cohorts. Hmm. The deaf and dumb spirit weakens the spiritual senses. Uh, when this spirit is in operation, uh, when it is influencing, it weakens the spiritual senses. And we have a difficult time seeing and hearing and discerning because this is this spirit, the way it operates, is it brings a slumber. Mm. It brings a distraction. It brings a slumber. And when the body of Christ begins to break out of that slumber and they begin to see and hear in the spirit, when they begin to uh, partner with the Lord, grabbing a hold of the word of the Lord, and they begin to fight, everything changes. So I believe, and I speak this prophetically, that the Lord is going to begin to break the slumber off of the body of Christ. Yes. The Lord is going to begin to awaken the body of Christ in new ways this season, one being spiritual discernment. Right. Where we would see with a greater depth in the spirit. And uh, the the third spirit that the Lord is wanting us to begin to rise up and deal with is the spirit of religion. Mm. That's the big what one. the third spirit was. Mm -hmm. It's the spirit of religion. Right. And the spirit of religion does not want power. The spirit of religion does not want love. The spirit of religion does not want unity. Mm. These are the three spirits that the Lord revealed to me that are that are attacking the body of Christ. The good news is that we have the victory. The devil is already defeated. The devil is already underneath our feet. Right. But we cannot allow demons a place of influence or to have a voice yeah. that's good and the lord is wanting to bring revival the lord is wanting to bring uh, greater power the lord is desiring for the church to rise up and walk in the authority we've already been given yes but these three spirits are warring against the church mm. Right. And there's a dullness of hearing. And why, why there's a dullness of hearing 
is because of what the what what the enemy's been doing, bringing distraction, bringing confusion. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so Jeff, when these three spirits were dealt with, there was a great shout that came out of God's people, and there mm. was a greater sense of corporate anointing. And then I, I woke up out of the dream. Wow. Um, now, Revelations 5, I want to share this verse with you. Uh, Revelations 5 speaks of a spirit on a horse. Excuse me, Revelation 6. Revelation 6, 8. I looked and behold a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death. And hell followed him. Uh, the, the, this was a pale horse in the dream. It was not a white horse. It was not a black horse. It was a pale horse, a gray horse. And the spirit that sat on it was the spirit of death. The mm. spirit of religion always brings death. Mm. Mm. Wow. There are things that God desires to birth in the body of Christ. There's there there is um, things that the Lord desires to reveal to us. There's more in God that the Lord wants to release. But the spirit of religion always comes to shut down the word of the Lord. To. Uh, shut down the power of God, the moving of the Holy Spirit. The, one of the greatest enemies of revival is the spirit of religion. Mm. Yeah. And so I, I believe, Jeff, I believe that the Lord has highlighted these three spirits mm. to bring about wisdom in our warfare, uh, to... Uh, Awaken the bride with greater understanding of our adversary and what it is that is happening in the spirit realm this hour. Yeah. yeah. We have the victory in Christ. Mm -hmm. We fight from the place of victory. Mm -hmm. But we need to begin to rise up as the body of Christ with a greater sense of urgency for the hour that we're living in. Yeah. Uh, to begin to uh, partner with the Lord and come into greater unity for what it is that God wants to do. Mm. So I've been praying into this, Jeff, and um, I, I, I strongly feel that this is what many are battling this hour uh, within many churches. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There's a deaf and dumb spirit that mm -hmm. wants to bring a dullness of hearing so that, uh, that it can bring distraction. But it's the word of the Lord being declared that begins to break. Mm -hmm the slumber off of God's people. There is a fresh word. 
Yeah. And do you feel that like that's this hour. in the dream, the man of God blowing the, the golden horn? Do you feel like that was, that's what that was, was just like, or do you feel like that was sim symbolic or indicative of something that's going to happen that wakes people up? Or is it just the act of proclaiming and declaring that wakes up people? I would love to hear your insight into that. Yeah, I, I believe it. Um, I believe it's uh, declaring, decreeing um, mm. the horn, I believe, represents uh, the prophetic voice. Gideon blew the trumpet. Yeah. And the people shouted a sword for Gideon and for the Lord. Yeah. Uh, Gideon had a voice. He had a word. He had a vision. And he was declaring that vision. And the people gather under the banner of the vision. And they began to fight against the Midianites. Yeah. We have to have a fight in us this hour. Mm -hmm. we, we must rise up and have that fight within us, that contending for the word of the Lord uh, individually as well as corporately. Yeah. There's something very fresh that the Lord is going to do uh, through prophetic voices this hour. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Lord's going to bring a fresh word. Yeah. I believe that the anointing is on the word. Mm. Uh, now, I, I believe that the word of God is power. It is alive. Uh, but there are seasonal words that the Lord releases for a purpose for the body of Christ. It's that needed word right. that we need to hear. Uh, there has been there has been such attack within the body of Christ with disunity and division. hundred percent. And what the Lord is speaking to me, what the Lord uh, was revealing to me in that dream is that we are stronger together than we are separate. Right. There is a greater authority that comes when we begin to come together. Yeah. There's uh, the greatest anointing is not the anointing that rests on a man or a woman of God. The greatest anointing is the corporate anointing. It is when men and women come together under the banner of God's presence. Right. Come in when they come in unity. Mm -hmm. And they begin to see one adversary. And they rise up and begin to take authority. Mm. Yes. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Mm -hmm. So it's not it's it's not that we need to defeat the devil. The devil's already defeated. But there is a wrestle. Mm. And sometimes the enemy is wanting to come in and camp. And we have to have the voice to take authority. That's good. And when the voices of the people become one, it becomes like one sword. Mm -hmm. mm. It becomes a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. 
So there are certain uh, there are certain principalities and and uh, powers, rulers. We are not going to be able to take down by ourselves. We must have agreement and unity and the body of Christ coming together as one right. to see who the adversary is. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Amen. So, so when you get a word or a, a dream like this, this kind of go, is going to both you, Amy, and you, Jesse. How how do you know that it was like, Amy, you kept saying, oh, I didn't feel like this dream. I didn't feel afraid. I didn't feel afraid. Are your feelings when you get a dream or a vision very important to pay attention to when you mm-hmm. see something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, I almost always know immediately when I have a dream, whether it's just a pizza dream or whether it's a God dream or whether it's a demonic dream. Right. I, it's dreaming is one of my stronger gifts. Um, the majority of the prophetic words that I've um, received from the Lord, most of the ones that have come to pass were through dreams. And I often know the, what the Lord is communicating to me in the dream. Uh, immediately when I wake up from the dream, um, just by the tone of the dream, just by the way that I felt in the dream. Um, you know, I don't believe it was a dream, but Agabus did release a word uh, in the in the book of Acts uh, regarding a famine that was coming. And the people were able, the, the church was able to prepare for that because of it, it was a word of warning, but it wasn't necessarily something that people were um, afraid of. They were just like, okay, we're going to prepare for this. God is giving us this information ahead of time. Same with Joseph, like Jesse shared about Joseph. Yeah. Um, He used his gift of dream interpretation to uh, warn Pharaoh about a famine that was coming. And in that way, they were able to prepare and they were able to bless um, many nations as well as um, even Joseph's family. Um, were sustained through the preparations that Egypt made for the famine. And so I think that in times like this, when things are, when God is warning us about things that are coming, uh, there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity to move in faith. There's an opportunity to show the entire world um, the light of Christ and how well he uh, takes care of and pours out his favor and his blessing upon his servants. I don't look at it as, you know, oh my goodness, we're about to go through so many things. We're going to, this is just going to be so hard. I look at it like the whole world is going to see how God takes care of his servants. The whole world is going to see the light of Jesus Christ. They're going to see the church thriving. They're going to see the miracles. You know, some of the greatest revivals, have come out of times of um, darkness, times of uh, difficulty and hardship. You know, um, it's really, even though it looks dark, some of the most incredible miracles and greatest harvest have come out of times like that. And so I believe that even though there might be things happening in the world that could 
frighten and and scare less people that are made of not as stronger stuff as us, but uh, the church should be the ones that are, that are holding the banner of Christ high, uh, lifting and raising the standard and giving the world something to believe in, giving the world something to, um, direct their faith towards give the world mm. something to believe in and give them some hope give the world hope help elijah fire continue to make an impact around the world all donations go toward making elijah fire and the elijah fire podcast possible visit elijahfire.com slash give and become a partner today um People, when things that, like this start to happen, the world is looking for answers. They're looking for truth. They're looking for the love of God in mm -hmm. times like this. And mm -hmm. we as the church have the opportunity to yeah. shine even brighter in times like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amen. You know, yeah. Amy has the Lord speak to her and, and give her dreams and visions. And, you know, I, I always pay attention <laughs> because it's, it's been wild, you know, it's been wild or just, um, how the Lord has used her has, has been, has been very wild. And, uh, so we don't take prophecy lightly. We, we want to steward well, the word of the Lord or what it is that God's given us. Yeah. And we always pray into the interpretation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's with, with prophecy, there's revelation, the dream, the vision, the word, then there's the interpretation mm -hmm. and then there's application. Right. So many, mm -hmm. many prophetic books you, you would read or manuals will always uh, have revelation inter interpretation and application yeah. mm -hmm. some of the grass some of the best books that i've read mm -hmm. will will bring that out with great clarity so right we we always yeah. want to honor the lord and what it is that he's given us and steward it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so when we when we have the lord speak to us uh, we want to be obedient to release it yeah. yeah. Even if it means that there's going to be persecution or uh, w whatever may come. Yeah. Uh, but what's important is that we have the right interpretation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's for true. what it is the yeah. Lord is saying. So we are not prophesying that the Lord is going to do this and do that. And the Lord just desires war. Yeah. And the Lord desires. Right. That's not the heart of the Lord. Uh, I'll tell you what the Lord is really moving our hearts um, to do more of is winning souls. Mm -hmm. This is the greatest hour of souls. Right. So while we're seeing all this happening on the news and around the world, uh, there's a harvest that the Lord wants us to focus on. Yeah. And it's, it's the heart of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And for the body of Christ to rise up and begin to take take its place and move yeah. with heaven and win souls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this, even though God will show us uh, dreams like the, the ones that I've shared on here, um, he will also show us 
give us dreams or prophetic um, insight into the things that he wants us to do in preparation. So not, not only is he showing us these things, but he's also given us a strategy for the harvest for this season. Jesse and I both had dreams about tents, uh, tent revivals. That's really something that God put on our heart. Jesse had a dream about it. Then I had a dream about it. And mm -hmm. so we were like, okay, we're putting yeah. all of our, you know, mission fundraising, everything in this season into um, tent revivals. That is sort of, you know, when we see in out of the Great Depression, uh, there was a prophet born, William Branham, who became the forerunner of the 1950s healing revival. So then you had just all of these tents, gospel tents being set up, miracles happening, just incredible things happening in the healing revival. And I, we both foresee a fresh wave of that, of mm. open air meetings in America, stadiums being filled, crusades, tent revivals all over the place. Um, that is the vision that God has given us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you ask me, like, what, what do you see for the future? I might see things that God is you know, calling the church to pray about and pray against and prepare for. But I also see that, you know, preparation doesn't always mean like prepping and hoarding. It <laughs> means it means prepare for the harvest, get yeah. your churches ready for the mm -hmm. influx, get, mm -hmm. get your uh, tent ready, uh, you know, get, get these things in order and, and really have a wineskin ready, uh, for the harvest. Yeah. And actually Monday, Martin was on the show yesterday and he was giving a word about 2024. And he said, one of the things that would mark it is an increase in field gatherings, tent gatherings, yeah, uh, amongst many other things. So oh, we love Monday. And yeah, uh, we love Mondays. Monday Monday's a, a really good friend. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, Amen. absolutely. You know, it's interesting though about both the dreams you guys shared or technically three, because Amy, you had two that were sort of, um, you know, an echo of, of an, you know, one was an echo of, of the other sort of, but is obviously like um, talking about famine and war and all of that. But Jesse, yours illustrates the heart posture of, of much of the church. I don't want to say all of the church, but much of the church and almost like, hey, if the church stays in this state and entertains these three spirits, deaf and dumb spirit and the religious spirit, that will happen. Right. The church is actually called to respond to those things. That's what actually what I'm gathering from yeah. the two dreams you guys shared. Yeah. Come on. Yes. That's exactly right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, my goodness, man, I, I feel the presence of God just so strong on this broadcast mm -hmm. yeah. tonight, Jeff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah. So uh, I feel that that's really good that you pointed that out. Um, I feel that the Lord won't um, always show us everything, but he does tend to speak um, in a well-rounded way. So he will often show us what the enemy is planning, what we need to pray against, but he'll also yeah. show us what his strategy is. He'll show us where our hearts are. Mm -hmm. You know, judgment first comes to the body of Christ and um, we have to prepare our hearts and re-examine ourselves um, so that we can prepare for 
um, the harvest for revival. And I think that that's what we have seen over the past two years is really a time of re-examining preparation, yeah. um, mm-hmm. getting into prayer, getting back to our first love, getting back to the basics of the gospel, because there's so much noise today. Yeah. Um, we have so much out there noise that we've got the media, we have the news, we have uh, propaganda, we have so much with social media to the point where our attention spans are shorter than they've ever been. But when we get to this place where we're like shutting everything off and just saying, God, we want to hear from you. God, we want to get back to our first love and just revisit Mm -hmm. uh, that, that pure place with yeah. the Lord. Mm. Uh, I think that that's something that God is really doing in this season is purifying his, his body, oh, purifying yeah. the voice. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And there's just a, a hunger for the simplicity of the gospel. You know, I'm reminded of something that happened to me in 2020. I want to say, I think it was 2020. And I shared this a long time ago on the show, um, but we've done, 300 or 349 episodes so the odds are people don't remember this um but um i remember it was this over the span of like i don't know three months probably and i woke up to the sound in the middle of the night it was like 2 a.m 3 a.m to someone like knocking really hard on the door and and i was like i mean it like jolted me awake my heart was pounding i like ran up to the door and i looked and no one was there and I immediately heard in my spirit, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Wow. And it, and wow. it was me. I, and it, what's interesting is I saw my, I saw who was at the door when I woke up and it was actually me. Wow. At the current wow. age I am, I'm in my late thirties. And, and then a, like a month later, maybe same thing, woke up, you know, in the middle of the night, knock on the door, boom, I ran up to the door and I saw who was at the door. Uh, in, in the, you know, when I woke up, I, I saw who's at the door in the spirit and it was me as a teenager mm. and I heard, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And then it was me one more time. It happened a third time, wow. woke up, boom. And it was me as a little boy. And I heard the Lord say, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And I really, what I, what I pulled from that is that it was like, God was dismantling a lot of things that, you know, as you enter into adulthood, things that, yeah. you know, when you're young, you, you got this just zeal for the Lord, this love for yeah. the Lord, just a real simplicity in your relationship with him. And, right. you know, when you get into adulthood, certain things you think are important actually aren't that important. Right. And, and I really felt the Lord drawing me into this place of just simplicity before him mm. and i really don't i feel like that's not that wasn't just for me that was for mm-hmm. that was a picture of the body of christ and what yeah. god is drawing his bride back yes. to himself and the simplicity of that yes. and warning dreams are not um it is absolutely essential that we just pursue him and it's like all these other things are going to get taken care of like you were mentioning agabus gave that word about famine in the book of acts and they weren't like oh, everybody everybody's on their own hide, you know, like hunker down. It was okay. We need to, we, okay. We need to partner faith with this. All right. Mm -hmm. God has given us this to, to actually help and, and to, to kind of buffer, uh, you know, so that we can weather this famine. It's not so that, Oh, everybody needs to hide and get your guns and train them on the door.
I got all my food, you know, um, though I do think it's important to, to have some prep. I mean, especially wherever you live with natural disasters, so you can help people out around you. I think that's really important. But, but our focus is on the Lord. Our focus is on seeking his face. And I repeat this all the time, you guys, but I do it for a reason. And I will continue to say stuff like this so that no matter how crazy it gets, our mandate what God expects of us, what he's asked of us does not change. None of that changes. No matter what, how crazy things get out there, what politicians saying, what, what person, this person, what country saying that, what country saying that, this or that, it, our, our mandate doesn't change. And that's illustrated in the gospel. So, hey, let's pray, guys. Let's close this out and pray. Uh, well, Lord, we just thank you. Uh for this broadcast tonight. And we just ask that you would seal everything, uh, seal this word yes. within people's hearts, Father. We pray that they would be encouraged, uplifted, yeah. that they would begin to rise up yes. and tread upon the enemy. That Lord, I, I pray that they would rise. Mm-hmm. With a fresh anointing today. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thank you, Father, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm-hmm. You are calling us to walk through this year the open door. Yes, Father. And Jesus, you are that door. Yeah. You are the door of the supernatural. You are the door of breakthrough. Mm. You are the door of acceleration. Yes. And Father, I thank you that you are calling your body mm. into new places of uh, uh, new places of freshness, new new places in the spirit. Yes. Father, we we thank you for revival, awakening and harvest within America. Mm. And Lord, I thank you that there are those that you have given a heart for America specifically for America to pray for this nation. Lord, we thank you for the clarion call that is going forth. Mm -hmm. The clarion call to awaken your people. The clarion call that gathers. Yes, Lord. The call that comes from the trumpet. The call that comes from Uh, the voice of prophets, Lord. Mm -hmm. Lord, we thank you that now is the time to arise, to to awaken and begin to stand our watch and pray. Yes, Lord. I thank you for a fresh oil upon every person, a fresh anointing. Mm. We we decree and declare, hallelujah, the kingdom of God, has come upon them. We thank you that the shadow of the Almighty is resting over them, the shadow of your protection, the shadow of blessing. No plague will come nigh their dwelling. We are your house, Lord. We thank you that there is blood upon the doorpost, that you protect our families, that you give us Wisdom this hour, Lord, Mm. of what we are to do. Yes. 
Yes, Lord. And we just thank you, Father, for Joseph's rising up in this hour, that you are releasing strategy, that you are releasing kingdom keys in this hour for how to approach the things that are happening in the world, Father, Mm -hmm. and that you would let uh, your body, your church shine in this hour, Lord, and that the light of Christ would go, go out into all the world, Father, and that we would raise up disciples and make disciples of all nations, Father. And I thank you for miracles, everyone. Father, I thank you for the glory of God touching them right now, right where they're at. I thank you for an atmosphere of your glory beginning to saturate them and your oil would begin to touch them and saturate them in Jesus' mighty name. And I pray for miracles I pray for breakthrough, financial breakthrough, breakthrough in their health, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm. Yes, Lord, we thank you for angelic winds. Mm. Even even as there's been an increase of angelic activity, Lord, I thank you for helpers. Yes. I thank you for angelic winds. I, I thank you, Father that the the word of God says that you make your angels as winds and your Mm. ministers a flame of fire. Yes. Thank you, God, that you are leading us. And as we follow you, there is Mm. winds that come. Yes. Winds of breakthrough, winds of change. Mm. Thank you, Lord, yes, Lord, for the this time of acceleration we are living in. Thank you, Father. We bless every person, and we we break every hindrance of hearing and seeing. Mm. Uh, every attack of deaf and dumb spirit. We break it in the mighty name of Jesus, every hindrance in, in, in their relationship with you, Lord, and moving forward with you. I think they're frozen, Jeff. All right. Well, everybody. <laughs> Amen, everybody. Am I right? All right, guys. Well, links are in the description. Jesse just released a new book called The Mantle of the Prophet, forward by Suzanne Hinn activating and unlocking your prophetic destiny. Um, so uh, this is great. Link is in the description. Also a link to their book that they did together, Miracles in the Glory. It's uh, for their spiritwordministries.org website. Check that out. Links are in the description to follow them on the socials. Uh, we love you guys. Tune in tomorrow. We've got part two of four of our James Gall teaching series, Discerning Prophecy. Um and uh, it's going to be absolutely dynamite, guys. Super great, super jam-packed, just a super gifted teacher. Last episode was amazing. This episode's going to be amazing. So tune in at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with that. We love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com give for more info on how you can donate today.